Mmm, that's good. Hey guys, and welcome to a new version of Marketing Bun. It's going to be called Morning Marketing, or as the official title, Digital Coffee Morning Marketing. That's right. So it's going to be a little bit different. I'm going to be posting it actually on Mondays for your Monday morning commute, but I will not be calling it Monday Morning Marketing because someone already has that, so I will not be doing that at all. But it's going to be called Digital Coffee Morning Marketing. Anyways, I'm your host, Brett Deister, and it's enough with that that stuff. So let's get on with it. So Tabula um, is changing it, changing itself around. It's gonna, it's 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 in its 2.0. So before it was doing a lot of widgets and more of um, helping with uh, publish publishers uh, test out their site and get news and all this other stuff and all this other stuff. Now it's actually going to be changing into more of a publisher web page and kind of A-B testing and doing a little bit more analytical side of it as well. So a lot of the other things that Commerce Science was doing, that's who they acquired, um, will be shuttering and moving on to Tabula uh, to actually um, help with that. So that should be a really good thing or interesting thing going on with that and good for e-commerce sites because they always need to A-B test, figure out their sales funnel, and uh, tighten that up as always because it's always really difficult to actually you know get people to actually uh, go over if you haven't figured it out yet. If you know exactly what you're going to be doing, and it works, it's a little bit easier. But that 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 always happens. But yes, so if you are using Tabula, uh, well, it's going to be changing. So uh, stay tuned for that one. All right, AOL at CES has introduced uh, brand builders. So basically, what that does is that it is a suite for goal-based ad programs and new ad formats uh, through Verizon Wireless because Verizon Wireless uh, owns AOL. If you didn't know that, in AOL brands are Huffington Post, uh, TechCrunch, and a whole bunch of other ones, and Gadget, Autoblog, Canvas Makers, and so much more. So there's that side of it. But the interesting thing about it is that it's going to be getting, giving data perks to its customers to, let's say, download a coupon so it will add more data to their plan uh, in general. And that's good for uh, Verizon customers because the Verizon sucks with their data and they're really, really expensive. They're not, they're not, that, they're not that great anymore and they've been losing a lot of market share to um, T-Mobile. That's a, that's a huge thing right now. But this is an interesting little um, change, I should say. Uh, well, not change, but new thing coming out of uh, Verizon. Uh, it could actually work, or it could actually be a really big annoyance uh, to a lot of Verizon customers because people just don't like to be bugged. It gets really annoying. I don't like to be bugged like that. Like, hey, get this. I'm like, I don't need this. Stop telling me I need to get this because I don't want it. Um, so with that being said, marketers, you probably should uh, make sure your sales uh messaging is is good uh all your stuff is on is uh working well and if not changing it as necessary because you're probably gonna have to change it if it's not working very well yes it's, it's 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 the fact of the marketer's life anyways moving on to amazon amazon made well quite a bit more money than any other e-commerce site in 2016 holiday that's right so there was um some data from 
uh, slice that said that Amazon made uh, 38% of all the sales or got 38% of all the sales in the last holiday season. And that's a little bit of, that's like 0.1 difference from 2015-2016. So there really wasn't that big of a difference. But number two was Best Buy and Best Buy has 3.9%. So uh, Amazon takes mostly all of it. And I'm saying mostly all of it being like it, it's it's dominating everybody else. Because then you have Target, Walmart, Macy's, Apple, Nordstrom's, Kohl's, Home Depot. J. Crew rounds it out as well. And they actually, and J. Crew actually went down. So some of them went up, some of them went down. Uh, so like Walmart went down, uh, Target went up, but not very much. Best Buy went up, but not very much. Um, Nordstrom's went down actually, and Apple actually got the got the most market share from 1.7% in 2015 to 2.4% this year. Um, so everybody else kind of saw some either small increases or small decreases. Um, it really wasn't that big of a change. Basically, Amazon dominates the e-commerce side of everything. Even though a lot of businesses are trying to take it away, it's really difficult for a lot of businesses to take away from it because Amazon's so dominant. There's so many things you can buy from it, and people just go there to actually buy stuff because that's what that's what happens in people's minds. People go, "Oh, I want to get something online. I'm, I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna check Amazon." It's kind of like um, Google for search. This is what Amazon is for e-commerce. Uh, so it's not. It, is it that big of a surprise? No. Uh, well. It's a bigger surprise that they take so much of the market share and everybody else is so insignificant, like so small that they don't really do that much stuff. So that's that's mostly what it's all mostly. All right. Now, here's an interesting thing. Um, and I said this before that I think uh, voice search is going to be the next frontier for SEO and just search in general and marketers need to be aware of it. So Amazon Alexa, which is hugely popular too, uh, can restock things for people. They can be like, hey, Alexa, uh, I need to reorder whatever, whatever, whatever. Reorder Kleenex or reorder um, Hanes. Uh, and then, well, then it says, sure. But what's if it said, or would you like to try this product? So what's if you could use... Um, Google Home, Alexa, or any one of those to kind of actually advertise through it. So basically it'd be a voice search kind of AdWords, if you could say, with it as well, where it's like, oh, hey, reorder this. Oh, sure. And Alexa's like, but would you like to uh, try this one instead for, and it says, we'll give you a coupon, and it says promo code. Alexa will do that. That would actually be very interesting, and that would be very eerie a little bit too. Um, but for marketing side, that would actually be very interesting and could garner some actual um, acquisition from customers as well. So I would say uh, at least you don't have to write a plan for it, but be mindful of it. Be mindful that uh, that this could be the next frontier of it and be mindful that this could be happening uh, relatively soon. Now, what I know right now is that Amazon's not wanting to advertise through it yet, but it doesn't mean they won't do it eventually. Because 
every business, almost every business tries to figure out how to do advertisements through its site, either through um, display ads or anything like that. So what if there could be a way to pay Amazon to say, hey, when um, this this happens, trigger this or out of every so often or look at their um, buying history and see if they bought you and then say if they bought me at least once or twice. Uh, have offer them uh, a, a alternative and offer them a coupon as well. That could be really cool. So you, you can take that if you want to. It's 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 free. I mean, no one else wants to take it. Maybe maybe not. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. All right. Google looks like it's going to be start uh, doing location specific phone numbers when location extension appears in the ad. So if you have like a physical location, it wants you to actually have a uh, lo local specific phone number as well. Now you can counteract this or get around this and like do this opt out program, but Google's like, well, it's actually gonna hinder you and your ad performance. I'm kind of like Google. Sometimes people, sometimes businesses want to go to, want you to go to the call center and not their actual office because they may not be able to handle all the calls. And so what you're saying is that it could be hindered because well, we want local specific. Great, I understand that, but you have to understand that businesses have other have other things as well, and and especially call centers or other ways of calling them, and uh, saying that this could negatively affect their ad ranking is kind of dumb. Uh, I mean, I, I'm not in favor of it. I get why they're doing it, and they're still testing it out. Uh, but the problem is, is that. There's been some things that Google has been doing that make me want to scratch my head. That one, um, the map maker being gone and then uh, having people anonymously change your business information to either hurt your business or drive customers to their business and not actually having a way of dealing with having tools to deal with it is another thing. So, Google, you've been on a bad streak already for your kind of your ad or business side of it. Your product side's not so bad. This side of it, mm, mm. so uh, the problem is, is, is that the change is going to happen January nineteenth. So you got eleven days, uh, ten days, uh, to uh, either opt out of that. Uh, but like I said, be aware they did say if you opt out of it, you could negatively affect your ad rankings. So try to figure out a way of. Um, boosting the other areas of it, if that does affect it, then maybe you won't lose too much of a ranking in your ads. Never really know with that, but I don't know. I'm just not in favor of this. I think Apple, and uh, not Apple, Google needs to um, stop doing this stuff that's, that's making me scratch my head for no apparent reason other than, oh, we just want to do this because we want customers to trust that they're calling the local business. And for a lot of small local businesses, this would actually work. But for a lot of bigger ones that have call centers, this doesn't really work. Some local businesses actually do have call centers as well, especially if they're online. But like I said, it just doesn't really work out that well. That's all. That's, that's really what I'm saying about it. All right, so Vine. Um, yes, we know. Here's the thing about Vine. Um, it was a great... Uh, it was a great little social video sharing network when it first launched. Everybody was like, oh, cool, six seconds. But every time people were like, what's the point of Vine? And uh, the problem is that Twitter never figured out 
the reason behind why people should keep on using Vine. And then a couple years later, live streaming came out. And then that was the darling. And then video for Facebook and uh, Twitter. And that was the darling. And then it feels like Twitter kind of forgot and didn't really care that much about Vine. And then lo and behold, they're like, well, we're just gonna dis we're just gonna get rid of it completely. And so uh, people have been wondering if they're gonna actually like sell it off or they're not. Well, they're not. So it's closing January 17th, so less than 10 days uh, until it actually closes. And then uh, it's gonna be moving over to a Vine camera, which is gonna be the same way as Vine, it's just it's gonna be housed on Twitter, and there's gonna be no social network a part of it. It's just gonna be built into Twitter which I guess could work in some ways, but I don't I don't think it's going to be used still as much as they hope it will. I think it's just going to be relegated to this, oh, we have this camera that you can use, or or it could be like part of like a six-second video of like promos for like videos that you have or any other promo type stuff. So that could, that could be it as well. I don't really know for sure. Um, but I think Google, not Google, Twitter missed a huge opportunity with this and kind of let it linger and like languish. And then eventually no one wanted to use it anymore. Not as many people wanted to use it or felt a need to use it anymore because they had YouTube, they had Daily Motion, they had Facebook and Facebook Live, they had Periscope, they used to have Meerkat until they, that changed as well. Uh, so you had a whole bunch of other things that just didn't quite work right. So that that's what the that's what to look uh, for with this stuff. So, like I said, after January seventeenth, or at January seventeenth, it's gonna be gone. The camera's gonna be taking place of it, and then you can do it through Twitter itself. Is it gonna work? It could still work. I don't know if it's actually going to work, and that's the problem. It's like I don't really know if this is actually really gonna work, or if it's actually gonna be a complete and utter flop. Like it always has been. <laughs> we'll find out eventually. <laughs> All right, moving on to Airbnb and Twitter. So Twitter did launch their Live 360 video feature to select partners. So it's not live to everybody. So Airbnb looks like it's got involved and will allow you to look at um, different homes uh, that you can do a 360 uh, live look at. So I actually think this actually will be really good and it's a really smart move. And I bravo to airbnb for actually doing this to see like what type of house you'll be living in and it will be live so there won't be any doctored um it won't be doctored at all which is another interesting thing as well so i like i like where this is going with this i think this is actually a really good thing for airbnb i hope they stick with it and they do this a bunch of different times um just to kind of showcase like maybe most popular spots be like, ooh, look at the view and everything like that. I think that would be really cool. Kudos for Airbnb for actually doing this because uh, this actually was really well received because people were like, oh, this is actually pretty awesome. Now, if you don't know what Live 360 is or 360 video is in general, let me explain to you a little bit. 360 video is a way for people to scroll back or swipe left or right, it doesn't really matter where. And you can see all the way around, all the environments. The problem is, is that you have to have a special camera that can actually do that. So your normal smartphone cannot do that. Your normal camera cannot do that. You have to have a specific uh, video recorder or camera that can actually do 360 video. And that's the one thing that you have to look out for. The problem is, is that they're really expensive. So 
I would not actually try to jump onto it if you don't have the resources to do it because even though it's the, it's the newest thing, I would wait until the cameras actually start coming down in price because that's the best way of doing it. But that's all I'm saying. But like I said, Airbnb giving the experience on Periscope 360 as it is, that's a really good win. That's actually a pretty good idea. And kudos for them for actually doing that. Such a good thing. Uh, anyways, moving on to Facebook. So Facebook, and I just checked this uh, on Sunday, actually, um, did this new thing um, for new pro uh, post prompts for pages. So what it is is when you go onto your page, and I did it through the web, it when you want to write something, it'll be like, oh, how about share a photo or video, get signups, uh, advertise your business, get, mess get messages, uh, create an event create an offer, write a note. And so it's kind of prompting you to do this. So this is kind of the revamped way of getting you to like do different types of guest content or at least, and I also advertise as well. So it's a little genius, a little nifty for what they're doing. Um, do I still like Facebook that much? No, I think their business is, their business, their brand pages, it, it, it sucks now. It's just, a lot of times you just have to actually advertise and that's fine and all, but it's just kind of, I don't really like it that much, um, but it's a necessary evil. So that's the biggest that's the biggest takeaway right now is that it's a necessary evil, and you have to really, really have to do that. Um, so that that's another thing. The other thing is to look out, and I'm hoping this is actually going to be pushed out on to brand pages. Is um, a live video option on uh, the web version? So uh, for, for, for the app version, you can do live video, you can do it for a while. Now my personal profile page, I, I saw the live video on it as well. So I can do live video on my personal uh, profile page, but I checked, uh, digital coffee and I couldn't actually do it quite yet. So I'm hoping it eventually migrates over to the brand page. Cause that's when we're usually going to be doing it mostly anyways, cause I really don't want to bug uh, the people I follow with the uh, end of day with like live stream gaming because a lot of them don't care about that and it's completely fine. And I just don't like to do that. Um, but that's another thing to look out for. So it is kind of it is kind of getting pushed out. It is kind of launching um, slowly but surely. That's it. Also with the new prompts, that's this could be interesting and help a lot of people that don't really know how to use um, brand pages as much. Uh, this could be a really interesting thing, and it also gets people to use different uh, types of things as well. So, there's that. Uh, yeah, there's that. There's just that. That's 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 all I can say about it. That's all. That's all. Um, anyways, moving on to uh, apps and programs you should try out this week. So there's one called Caption Panda. It allows you to automatically add captions to any video on iPhone. That's right. Now it's only for iPhone, so I'm sorry, Android users, you can't use it. But it could be interesting to use to automatically do captions to be smart, funny, whatever. And it also gives you options of the different uh, fonts you could use as well. Um, so check it out. Try it out for your new marketing campaign. See if it actually works or not. You never really know. Also, the other one is the Stripe dashboard has updated. Uh, it looks very nice, looks very clean, looks very modern. Uh, the previous one didn't look as modern, but this one looks modern. 
in general. It's got nice little grass. It's got home, payments, transfer, customers, radar, subscriptions, connects, products, webhooks, APIs, view, test data, business settings, and beta settings. So there's all the different things, plus graphs, an overview of gross volume, the successful charges, customer uh, created as well. So if you have Stripe, I would check it out. I would use it if um, if you can. If you can't, then that's it. This is just a shorter uh, Digital Coffee Monday marketing, but I hope you enjoyed it. Um, as always, be sure to check uh, to subscribe to Digital Coffee at iTunes, Google Play, uh, Stitcher, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, Autocast, Acast, and a whole bunch more. Also, be sure to follow Digital Coffee on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Google Plus, if, if you use it. Um, YouTube, I'm on Daily Motion, Beam, Hitbox, Twitch, and YouTube Gaming as well. Also, uh, be sure to uh, donate if you feel like this is a really good thing. I'm doing a really good job. I really appreciate it on Patreon or Podbean as well. And join me on Wednesday when I go through Digital Coffee or go through tech and digital coffee, but you can I go through a cup too. It's pretty good. Anyways, uh, see you guys on Wednesday and have a good Monday. Later, guys.